This is the Jocko Underground podcast, number 48, sitting here with Echo Charles. Yes, sir. And was thinking through sort of, let's call it the lifespan of the podcast that we do called the Jocko Podcast. Mm-hmm. And there was a while where, a little while in the beginning, and someone asked me about this the other day, there's a little while in the beginning where we were considering, I was considering, instead of doing it once a week, doing it like once every two weeks, maybe even once a month. And we sort of talked about that. We, we, we kind of broached that topic a little bit on the podcast itself. And I think that was me kind of trying to socialize that idea a little bit with the people (laughs) (laughs) of saying, hey, this is not a real sustainable workload of the amount of effort that it takes to put into doing the podcast. And by the way, doing this podcast, doing the Jocko podcast and this podcast and the Unraveling podcast and the Warrior Kid podcast, like all these podcasts, they're not really my my primary job. So there's people that have a like the primary thing that they do with their life is do a podcast, but this isn't really. Oh, like other people do podcasts. Other people that do yeah, podcasts, yeah. like that's what they do in yeah. their life is yeah. they do podcasts. That's yeah. kind of it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which is cool. This is This is one portion of what I do and the, so the workload, it's not like, oh, one podcast a week was a lot. I don't know if I can handle it. It was that one podcast a week plus the bunch of other things I have going on. It didn't seem like it was sustainable. And so I was kind of, I was kind of, you know, socializing the idea with the people of like, hey, you know, we're maybe thinking, well, the feedback was not good from the people. They were like, no, hell no. Uh, the first person I told about it was, was a guy was he was a guy I was working with through Echelon Front and he was like a big listener to the podcast. And I don't know how deep we were. We maybe were like 50 deep or something like this. Mm-hmm. But when I started to tell him, I was like, hey, we're thinking about going to once, you know, once every two weeks, maybe once a month. He was like, well, uh, uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know if that's a good idea. He was, he was saying it as if I was cutting off oxygen to people. <laughs> so sure. that made me rethink it. Some of the feedback we got, but yeah, the work the workload is tough because there's no there's no staff, there's no one like helping to prep. There's no one doing any research or anything like that. Uh, and so, so that's so so we just kind of stuck stuck it stuck to it, you know. And then after a little while, after like another probably fifty podcasts, I said to myself that this the 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 discipline that was imposed upon me by forcing myself to do this thing was hugely beneficial. It was making me read more. It was making me write more. It was making me think through things more. It was making me question myself and what I knew or what I thought I knew. So essentially, there's a lot of things that I've thought about and put out that I never would have put out if I hadn't have been squeezing on my brain to put it out. There's a lot of books that I wouldn't have read and wouldn't have known anything about if I wouldn't have been saying, hey, I owe a podcast. So therefore, I have to read this book. Because otherwise, maybe I'd be, you know, watching uh, Netflix and, and, you know, eating popcorn in front of the television for four hours. But no, I'm reading a book for four hours. Mm -hmm. 
What am I doing on a Sunday? I'm reading a book. What am I doing on a Saturday evening? I'm reading a book. What am I doing Saturday day? I'm reading a book. What am I doing Monday afternoon? Oh, I'm prepping. So the, the, the benefit that that's given me has been great to put myself in a position where I kind of have to do this stuff. And I think right now we're gonna keep pushing. Um, now, we, you know, explore some other topics that interest me, but yes, there are other, there are other topics in the world that I'm interested in and that have influenced me and that I've learned from besides just war. Now, war obviously is my primary mode of thinking. Is that weird? Uh, well, a little bit weird. Yeah. For the normal person. If I'm sure. going to, if I'm going to make a comparison, I'm almost always going to go to war. Yeah. I'm always almost always going to think about some kind of war because the comparison is like okay here's an example we're gonna we're gonna be able to see the example very clearly because it's gonna be a life and death scenario yeah. this is gonna be a pressure leadership situation like war is good for that and that's why I kind of think that way but I also have gotten things from things that aren't war from other aspects of life from jujitsu is another huge one. Mm-hmm. But you know, from surfing, from playing music, from listening to music, from just from other activities and other things and other people in life that I've met along the way. So, you know, maybe some people will be like, I don't want to hear about that stuff. And that's okay, right? That's okay. I understand. There's going to be some people that just want to hear about war. Cool. That's cool. There might, maybe I'll make, maybe we'll make some podcasts that they might not want to listen to. Mm. You know, we've had some musicians on here. We've had a photographer on here. We've had we've we've had business people on. We've so we've had some other people mm. on the podcast, but it's okay because I think if I'm starting to do something that I'm not, or if I if I'm chasing something that I'm interested in, then I'm happy about it yeah. and I pursue it and I would I'm going to learn more. And if I learn something, here's the cool thing: just like a book, if I pick up a book to do the podcast on and I get. 20 pages into the book and I'm like, this is not going to get me anywhere. It's not going to, I have nothing to pass on to anybody from this, then I'm not doing it. Well, if I decide to think about doing a topic and I decide, hey, you know what? Maybe this isn't like, there's nothing to learn here. There's no broad lessons for for the people. I'm not putting it out. So, nah, I think we just keep driving. We will keep driving down this road. We don't know what's up ahead. I, I legitimately don't know what, what's up ahead as far as topics, as far as like subject matter, as far as human beings that we bring on or that come on. I don't know. I don't know where it ends up because I'm not, I'm not sure where the road goes, but it has been a, been a long, strange trip this far. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like the, the good, and this is me, Speaking from an audience member perspective Jack. and a fan, um, where you know there's a lot of interesting books, and you know whether they be about war or not, there's a lot of interesting people, whether they be military people, present, past, or not. Um, <clears throat> but I think that what I'd always really enjoy or learn from or both is kind of your take on all of it, mm-hmm. where you know you know colder than hell. Right. Mm-hmm. Cool. Good book. You know, I don't know that I would read that book just on my own as if you didn't exist. I don't know. But hearing it from you, yes, of course, yes, made it like, oh, that's interesting. 
and you know heavy and like all this stuff but what really what i really was a fan of was your take on it and the fact that i could or someone i mean in this case it's me where i could ask questions to clarify or what do you think about this element of that or how does this apply to you or me or whatever like i, I feel like that part really has the value of it which kind of goes in line with kind of what you were saying but um <clears throat> even more than that and rewind back to you um talking about doing it once a week it kind of put in my head where you know how you know in the beginning when we first started a lot of people a lot of people would ask, and i really mean it a lot of people would ask me hey like how do i start a podcast so much where i put a page on the website saying this is how you start a podcast here's all the equipment or whatever so i didn't have to you know answer the questions all the time um so let me ask you, like, how hard is it to do this podcast? Like, as far as hardness goes, I know you, this is a very specific podcast where you got to read and do all this stuff. But, like, just consider that maybe it wasn't that much work for you. But just, I don't know, maybe arbitrarily just sort of think, uh, generally speaking, how hard is it to do a podcast doing it versus, like, seeing it from the outside, what you'd expect? It's probably a lot harder than it seems like it's going to be. Yeah. And 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 I think the weird thing is, especially now that the that there's so many different podcasts and there's it, look there's millions of podcasts and maybe maybe ten percent of them are good, yeah. right? Which which what that means is so let's say there's a million. I think there's more like more than a million, but let's just say there's a million mm-hmm. and ten percent of them are good. Mm-hmm. That means there's a hundred thousand good podcasts to listen to, and yeah. you're not even going to find them. And so, if you're jumping into the podcast scene right now, it's going to be really difficult to get people to start listening to your podcast because they've already got nine hundred ninety-nine thousand other podcasts. Or sorry, they've got ninety-nine thousand other podcasts in their download that they're going to listen to yeah. before you get in the game. Yeah. So. I think now it's really hard because there's very little return on investment for having a podcast because the chances of people listening to it are relatively small. Now, if you're doing your podcast because you want to do it and because you enjoy talking to people and and you're doing it for yourself, cool. I think that's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's a great way to go about it. That's that is kind of how we went about it. Yeah. We happened to get into the game when it was easier to get into the game. And we got freaking great support from Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan, you know, giving us some giving us some props out of the gate, which kind of brought us up to speed real quick. Very lucky for that. But and then we just kind of stayed there because there wasn't really any other podcast that was like what we're doing. So, yes, I think it's harder than it than it seems. I'd say it's like, you know. Oh, I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. Right. Seems real easy, yeah. not real easy. Yeah. I'm going to be a well, what else? What else looks easy but it isn't so easy? News anchor. I'm going to be a news anchor. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah, you just freaking read something yeah. or say something just about the weather something or something about the weather. Yeah. Come on. Uh I think even actor. Yeah, yeah, acting is big cuz people sure. think but when you see someone that sucks at acting and occasionally, you know, someone that's some kind of star athlete will get put in a movie. <laughs> sure. Sometimes they pull it off. Sure. But sometimes they don't. Yeah. And you go, oh, acting is harder than it looks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a sad statement, but it's true. Yeah. So I, I think maybe podcasting is like that. I think I think Rogan 
definitely makes a lot of people think because yeah. he's he's one of those people that you know when you watch a good surfer you're like dude i think i could yeah, I you know i think i could do that no, <laughs> because that person's making it look so easy and rogan yeah. makes it look real easy because yeah. he's just kind of cruising through these conversations yeah and then you go oh you get into a conversation with someone and it's not going somewhere yeah. joe rogan is a black belt at finding a place to pick it up and maneuver it and listen and and push back but not too hard and and give resistance enough that it makes the person work which gives more information like he's just a pro yep. and it seems cuz he, he's so good at it that it seems kind of like it might be pretty easy yeah so you know the hey i'm just going to kind of do what joe rogan does yeah. is a real uh, <laughs> it's a real ambush waiting to happen to your ego <laughs> oh yeah. i'll tell you right here man that is so so true cuz like especially if you've been following him from the beginning where you know when they started they were on this like the most rudimentary live streaming website yep. it's called something justin tv yeah. or sort of justin.tv or something like this where him and this guy red band mm-hmm. brian they would like and Eddie Bravo would be on there somewhere, and they're just talking, <laughs> and they're like, "You listen to it." I'm like, "Why am I listening to this?" Even though it is kind of fun to listen to, it's just guys talking trash and having fun, making jokes and stuff. So even that, then, like, even that, he had skill in that, yeah. which is literally unseen. Like even him making like dumb jokes on the fly or whatever, they're kind of funny. He's a comedian, so he knows how to do that. Mm-hmm. So, and as he evolved, just and it seemed really natural too, where he just got more and more into the conversational kind of part of it. But at the same time, it wasn't like this prepared performance like you might see on TV or something like this. And, you know, some people, they can do a performance and a play or something like this. And you'd be like, oh, he nailed that. I I don't think I could do that or a singer or something. But a conversationalist, man, it's kind of like the better they are, the less you see of the craft, you know. And and to most of us, we're like, oh, man, that'd be the best job ever. All I got to do is nothing, basically just be me and talk to these freaking cool people or whatever. So, yeah, like, then, so when we started, um, when you would talk, you're, like, kind of the same way, where you're just literally the exact same person off the mic as you are on the mic. But when you get on the mic as a normal person, it's like, uh-oh, you're, <laughs> <laughs> you're on the mic now, and it's way yeah. different. Just like how you said the actors, like, you know, I can act, and once all the cameras are on and everyone's watching you and the yeah. microphone's in your face, and you're like, oh, like, bro, you don't know what to do. It's, it's like, funny. yeah. At Echelon Front, when we're making, like, uh, videos at Echelon Front for for training, for yeah. putting out word. Mm-hmm. And everyone's joke is, like, is everyone knows what they're going to say, and then the camera hits record. Yep. And everyone just goes into brain lock, and it takes nine takes to yes, get sir. a 45-second video. <laughs> yeah. It's true, bro. That's real. You know, so that's like a skill. It's one of those unseen skills, you know, and it's really, really critical. So um, so that's what I noticed. And then here's when I really noticed it. When we started, and then a lot of people that we know, um, they come to me and ask me, hey, I, I want to start a podcast and all this stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, Oh, yeah, I know ex- I know how you feel. Freaking, like, when I heard Joe Rogan, freaking, I wanted to start a podcast. Like, my dream career would be that right there. Just sit in my own house or my basement or some place that I made up and talk to my friends and, and talk trash and just get paid for that. Bro, this is the best job Wait, in the world. So you kind of do have your dream job in a way. Yep, I do. <laughs> it's even better because there's no pressure. I can just let you talk, you know. <laughs> but so I understood, but they'd be like, hey, what advice do you have or whatever? And that's what I would say. I would, and here's another f- f- phenomenon that I would see 
where some people, some people, they embrace the cameras and all that, and then they act like a different person. Mm. It's like all of a sudden they're this like dramatic expert now. You know, <laughs> and it's like, bro, it's like he doesn't sound right. Bro. So yeah. that, and then, um, and then the the other main thing as far as advice that I would give, and I still would will give, is like you got to keep doing it. Well. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because a lot of the people along the way that we saw that would like start a podcast and then would stop. Yes, and it's probably good that they stopped. Mm. It's look, mm. I, there's a lot of people that started podcasts along the way, and like they would tag us, "Hey, just did our first episode or whatever. Tell us what you think or something like this." And I'm talking, this is like five years ago. This is and. and I listen to him and be like, you know, hey, sounds good, whatever. I'm, I'm not like I don't even know who the person is. What I'm going to say, like, hey, you, uh, what I'd recommend is your format. You know, I wasn't going to do this. Yeah. Like you, you, because also I never think that I'm going to be right about stuff. I don't think that. I don't even think I don't think and didn't think I was right about the our podcast. Yeah. Like, hey, I think this is going to be the big. You know, this is going to be. This is, people are going to really want to listen about the freaking Holocaust and the yeah. Holodomor and and pr- prisoner of war camps. That's going to be great and lovely. People are gonna, like. I I didn't have that feel. I thought some people might like to listen to it. Yeah. So I wasn't going to tell someone that had done a podcast. Like, well, I don't think people are going to want to listen to this because I'm not normal and I don't know. I don't know what normal people are going to want to listen to. Yeah. So I think what you're saying is you're not going to get traction. Very seldom are you going to get traction quickly. But also, there's a chance you're just not going to get traction. There's a chance that whatever you're doing maybe isn't that – it doesn't appeal to people. Yeah. And, and what really sucks about that is there's a chance that you, whoever you are, don't appeal to people when you're in that mode. Whatever mode you're projecting, because you're right. Like, like I said at Echelon Front, like we'll when we hit record for some one minute video, mm-hmm. like I just say what I would normally say and I'm done. Yeah. There you go. It was like, oh, I well, did it once. Hey, you want to know about decentralized command? Blah blah. blah I'll say it and then cool. Press stop and walk away. <laughs> some other members of the team they like get in the mode of like, okay, I need to say something, you know. Uh, profound or yeah. or I need to put a little zing on it or whatever. Right. And then they're not being themselves, then it's hard to do. It's hard yeah. to pretend to be someone else. and Not to mention that, you know, how they you get jammed up. Oh, yeah. They and get we jammed. laugh at them. It's a fun, <laughs> no, I'm saying like, they laugh at themselves, that. too. Yeah. They laugh at themselves, too. Well, you know how you said in stunt driving or whatever you guys learned? Yeah. Uh, where you got to focus on, like, if you're trying to shoot a gap or, or make it through a gap, you got to focus yep. on the gap. Don't try to avoid the cars or the yeah, sides. Don't look at the car you might hit because yeah. you'll hit that car. So when you're on on the ca- on camera or something, if you start trying to not mess up, bro, oh, you're going to be messing up oh, all the time, yeah. man. So you just got to kind of forget. But I don't know. Yeah, it's um that, that's a that's an interesting thing where it's like, it's way harder than it looks, and it's almost like you won't even believe it until you do it. It's like, oh, of course it is. Like acting, that's a, such a good example because I did some acting before. So have you, SAG member? <laughs> um, and I thought, oh, I'm not Wait, on that. Is the main acting that you did the movie that you made? Uh, yeah, you know, a bunch of. Did you do more than that that I don't know about? No, all the acting I've done, you, you know about. Okay, so, so this know. is acting that you did for your own. <laughs> For, uh, for your own work for a movie say. I did yeah that yeah my own movie and then just d- like yeah, even yeah, little, little videos yeah, let's yeah, face yeah. it I'm freaking acting in that yeah. thing lower level than you I understand you know? uh, but hey, nonetheless, hey, nonetheless hey, <laughs> um the point is it doesn't matter 
when the cameras roll and everyone's looking at you to, and then you got to memorize lines, you got to project a certain emotion, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, um, until you jump in there. But like, yeah, it's, it's almost impossible to understand that how much harder it is than it looks. I would not want to have to memorize so many lines like every week for, if you're on a TV show, like when I was, when I was on billions yeah. And those guys had all these lines. I had to memorize like four lines, bro. Yeah. And they were lines that I already used in my regular life. It wasn't like <laughs> some, they were like, you know, just basic stuff yeah. that I already said. So it wasn't like some yeah. weird character I was playing. I was just being me. Yeah. And I, and even that, I was kind of like, uh oh. Because uh, I showed up. I didn't know you actually had to memorize. I thought, I thought acting, <laughs> I thought the whole thing was kind of more. That is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe. And we're doing this we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is free for all as long as we can keep it that way but we but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors and we're doing it so we can give you more control more interaction more direct connections better communications with us and to do that we are we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us so thank you it's jockounderground.com it costs eight dollars and 18 cents a month and if you can't afford to support us we can still support you just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of until then we will see you mobilized underground